0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On the Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On the Pace on a Monday morning. It's Michael Guerin joining you for the next half an hour. I know it's a big day ahead. There's some awesome racing at Newcastle on the galloping front. So we'll try and keep you entertained and informed and. Harness racing at Goulburn today in New South Wales. So we'll try and find you a winner to get that account ticking over before we get serious later on with Newcastle. Huge week for harness racing last week. It was Bathurst Gold Crown Week up there at Bathurst and wonderful set of results. We heard Fred yesterday talking to Ricky Elchin, who got a double. Well, the King of Bathurst got a treble. Bernie Hewitt had. A stunning night at the office. He joins us on the show this morning, Bernie. That must have been super for the family to win two of the big features on your home track on Friday night. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, no, it's a terrific night for the stable and the family. So uh, yeah, to get two Group Ones, uh, yeah, it's a really uh, great feeling for everyone. Yeah, Mick.
0: Yeah, Bernie, I know it must mean a lot to you because obviously it's your home track and, and you're there in the cold Wednesday nights in winter when it's not so glamorous, but Group 1s are hard to come by. And you've taken out the three-year-old with Rip and you've also taken out the two-year-old fillies with Jewel Melody. So let's get to the ladies first. Jewel Melody by Captain Treacherous. Um, you drove it yourself. You, you've come there against a hot favourite and treasure stride. You've had to come from the second line. Bertie, this might be a pretty darn good filly.
1: Yeah, Mick. She's um, she's a very big filly and, um, but uh, quite mature, I guess you'd say. She's, um, she's handling the work really well and uh, having no issues that way. Um, she was a bit lost the first few starts and wasn't really that switched on but she still managed to run a couple of seconds and and an unlucky third in the pink bonnet so and i think those few runs really brought her on and her track work leading into this series was uh you know it was super and um yeah she just sort of seemed to handle the heat and run really well and uh, in the final she drew pretty ordinary and um i always had to uh, put her into the race at some stage and um, off the back line draw and you know there was a bit of a scrimmage early on the uh, coming in the home straight with the lap to go and uh, i had to avoid. And, and managed to just, just avoid the, the trouble there and um, from there on we're on our way then there was no sort of fighting her back into a position we sort of had to move so she was exposed sort of 1,200 from home I, I suppose you'd say
0: Bernie, it's always been hard to to get horses up to win the two-year-old fillies races or even the two-year-old boys races because it's so early in the season. But, of course, it's earlier now because we've gone to a season which, while it starts on January the 1st, means the horses are still the same age. They have a lot more two-year-old racing ahead of them. With her being a big filly, was it hard to keep her eating and keep her happy and keep her sound and all that considering she's not a a natural, nippy, little, tiny two-year-old?
1: Um, not really. She's been a pretty um, easy, easy filly to get going and, and uh, keep up. She's um, she handles her work really well. She sort of can work times, you know, that the, close to what the free at uh, work, and um, seems to do it within herself. And um, eating hasn't been an issue at all. She she licks the bin every time and always looking for more. So, you know, that's probably the biggest secret is. That you know, a young horse like that or any horse for that matter can go back to their bin and lick it out and, and look bright and happy so uh, she's been pretty trouble free that way so um, yeah hopefully that continues.
0: It's a, a weird situation she's now a group one winner but of course she's still a two year old for another nine months what do you do with her now Bertie do you take this opportunity to ease up on her and then look at the back end of the season?
1: um yeah well she'll she's gonna have a week off now um so she's gonna have the week off but then on the 19th of uh, april there's the apg heats are on in sydney so she'll contest uh all going well she'll contest those heats on the 19th and hopefully go through to the final and then she'll have a a bit longer break after that then and um before we we look at being a cube red filly she can actually go up and race in the triad and the and the sales race up there as well so she'll probably do a, a couple of runs up in uh, brisbane during the winter
0: it's a tricky one isn't it bernie because um the season is so long for them now because there's so many more options for them you probably can't afford to be in every big dance but if you can win a stack of money at two and a little bit at three these days half the job's done
1: yeah that's right you know obviously you don't want to overtax them um but uh, horses. Of her calibre don't come along too often and um obviously if it's not hurting her and she's if she's strong enough to sort of be at the top end of those races well um you know i think uh, i think you've got to at least give them a chance and you know if they if they do train off or they're not at their best well you know the options are then to you know go the other way and, and spell them out so um i think while she's on top of the game and uh you know she'll certainly go to sydney and you know each start will just tell us where she's up to, but it, um, as I say, if she was a finicky eater or you know had troubles that way or any soundness issues, you know, it, it makes it easy again. So uh, at the moment, it's all all um, you know go and um, we'll head to Sydney in a few weeks.
0: Mate, just half an hour before she won the Phillies two-year-old final, Rip won the boys three-year-old final. This time, Doug did the driving and. But he's a pretty darn good horse too. Look, he won by sixteen meters. So I would have thought he's a horse birdie who, maybe at the back end of the season, is going to be very Derby aspirational.
1: Yeah, that's right, Mick. He's um, he's been a lovely horse. Um, right from when we got him going, and um, you know, he's he's sort of showed us early last year that he had above average ability before he had his paddock mishap. So he had nearly twelve months off, so He's uh, come back in fine fettle and having no troubles with that leg. Uh, obviously, it's something we're going to have to monitor, you know, forever, really. So, um, But, you know, he, he hasn't given you, given us a fright about that leg so far, so hopefully it's good. Um, yeah, and he's uh, he's right on top of his game and he's basically only really, really just learned how to race. He's only had about five starts now.
0: Bernie, Wayne loader who's the owner of both these horses obviously not scared to go to the sales and buy proper horses it's a huge advantage when you've got captain treachesses and some Beach, some and Betters delights in the team is it at because you're not trying to manufacture them to be better horses than they should be
1: yeah that's right you know uh, at the end of the day they don't know what they buy so um, but it certainly helps when there's you know you've got some quality blood there in in the stable and um, Wayne and Julie have um, you, you know really put a lot into the industry and, and you know it's great to see them get this reward with a couple of group One winners on Friday night and um, hopefully it continues and um, obviously um, when they're putting money into the sport like that it benefits a lot of people and um, you know it flows around the industry so um, yes yeah, it's, it's great for them.
0: Mate you also won a $15,000 fillies race with Jungle Baby would this be close to, or in fact, your best ever night in the industry, Bernie?
1: Oh, without doubt, yeah, without doubt. Like getting two group ones on the one night, so uh, yeah, no, that one's ne- we've never come close to doing something like that. So it was terrific, yeah.
0: Tell me um, how that celebration went down because there was a footy game up in Bathurst on Saturday night. Did the family watch a bit of footy? Did they have a couple of glasses of whatever you drink on on a Saturday night? Or did you actually pop along to the footy? Because I know you're a footy family.
1: Yeah, no, we never made the footy. Um, no, we had uh, we had to work to do on Saturday morning, so we um, had a pretty busy morning working, and then we uh, had some celebrations in the afternoon and evening. So, um, you know, everyone a bit of a relief, I guess, when you. You got horses in, in those sort of races, and it all, um, you know, all comes off, and you know, it's a bit of a relief for everyone as well as very exciting.
0: Mate, we saw you winning the, a good two-year-old race, the Saplings Stakes, a couple of weeks ago at Manangle. That horse missed the crown. I believe he had a slight injury. What's the update there?
1: Um, he's still got to have a, an operation. Uh, he's got a, sl- a small chip in a, a near hind fetlock. Um, we noticed the day before the heats of the crown that he uh, he was short. Uh, in one, sort, one stride, so we just sort of yeah, had a bit of a look at him and sent him straight up to the vets and had an x-ray and um, yeah, they found a small chip there and um, so he 's got to have a arthroscopic o- operation and uh, remove that, so uh, he'll he'll be off the scene for you know probably six months, eight months or something like that.
0: Bernie it's a pretty tight-knit community up there at Bathurst. Um Obviously you guys race each other guys in duels, of course, race each other a lot. There must have been some nice seeds in the stabling area afterwards that one of the local teams one of the local family teams could could fend off the visitors and and win two major races I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of the local buddies coming around and shaking the hand
1: yeah yeah no it's terrific you know over the years uh, it's always great when when the locals can win uh, some of the feature races and uh, because it's always pretty difficult when you have the interstate horses they don't they don't bring the slow ones up and um, yeah, no, so it's always good, whoever whoever wins them. And uh, yeah, now we've had plenty of support from the, the local community, that's for sure.
0: Mate, I take it you'll be heading to Queensland. You mentioned it before for the filly. You'll be taking a team to Queensland in the winter to get away from, uh, say, some of the colder nights in Bathurst?
1: Yeah, well, that's the aim, Nick. Like um, the Queensland harness racing industry up there is really uh, pouring a lot of money into uh, prize money. And so um, it's a great time to be. Um, up there chasing it when the weather's a lot kinder, but um, obviously we would be trying to take a, a select team that, you know, might be able to compete uh, at the top levels.
0: But how did you feel when you were in the truck, leaving the track on, on Friday night? Because it is incredibly hard when Group 1s, and when, as you said, people come from interstate and from Menango and some of the bigger tracks, what was it like leaving your home track with... With three winners in the truck, two group ones, you've driven one yourself, you managed to get fined $400 by the way, and Doug had one as well. What was it like leaving the track with that, that achievement under your belt?
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, the thing is you sort of, um, you know, it takes a little while to really set in that you've uh, achieved what you wanted to. And, um, you know, obviously we are disappointed we didn't have one in the Gold Crown final, but we had um, we had two runners in the Phillies final and they both went super and, and Rip one with a lot of authority and i think there's you know just a sense of achievement and as i say a bit of relief that you've you've actually got the job done yeah
0: Well, mate, plenty of people who listen to this show a lot have heard your voice a lot the last couple of years. You've helped us out with some winners. Um, Mate, we're really thrilled to see you get two Group 1s in a night. It's no small deal for any stable. Mark Purden did the same thing on Friday night too. So there you go, Bernie. You're in good company. And, uh, mate, congratulations on behalf of all of us in the industry, but, of course, um, all of us from the Sky Sport radio team.
1: Yeah, no, thanks very much then, Mick.
0: It's Bernie Hewitt, two Group 1s in the space of half an hour. Doesn't happen very often in any of the three codes. And he got those in Bathurst gold crown came to its finals night, its climax on Friday. He won with Rip and he won with Jewel Melody. Also from up that way is Anthony Frisby. We'll talk about his success in the 100-to-1 chance shortly. But just mentioning, Anthony, as I say good morning to you, to Bernie, about how tight-knit things are up Bathurst way. And look, I'm sure they've patted you on the back plenty of times in the last four or five years at the top level. Must have been nice to see one of the local families get two Group 1s.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we're very lucky. It's a good community up here and everyone's happy for each other to get a win. And, um, and um, you know, it's a big achievement for, for Doug and the well, Stewart team to, to um, get uh, two Group 1 winners at, at the night. hard enough to get one, let alone two. So it's um, a very good achievement for them.
0: Well, what's also hard to do is win on 100 to one chances you don't see these very often at the trots not in a feature race the mayor's cup was on friday night and you drove one of my favorites everism a horse i've always loved well i'm sort of surprised anthony he got out to a hundred to one on his home track and i suppose the fact that the mustang had an atrial fibrillation probably helped your cause but have you ever driven a hundred to one winner before
2: no i don't believe i have um but, um, you know, there's always room for
0: improvement. Uh, Friday night was the night. Mate, he's a pretty good horse. I think he's a great horse following the speed. What do you do with him now? Does he get a chance to pop down to Manango again? Is, is he a horse you return to Queensland with? Because he's got that sharp 400 metres on him.
2: Yeah, that's right. He, you know, he's, he's pretty been going a bit ordinary. He's um, last probably approximately three or four starts and And, you know, and that's why he was 100 to 1. But, um, you know, he he turned his form around. Even at home, he turned his work around at home. through that last week. And, um, you know, it's pretty hard to ride him off, especially at Bathurst. He really loves that Bathurst track. Um, I think that's his, you know, most favourite track. And um, just the way that it ran on um, Friday night, just stood us down to the ground. And, you know, he put his best foot forward. But, um, you know, he doesn't really go to... When he's taken into to uh, Brisbane, he just hasn't really went that good up there. Um, so I'm just not sure what we're going to do at, at this stage, but um, we'll just see how he's um, working on at the time and uh, make a decision.
0: One horse who's been all over the place and, and raced with credit everywhere is our Uncle Sam. I heard from Michael Dummerzy last week that you guys have retired him. So um, he's off to the paddock, and I'm sure the little fella will have a wonderful paddock somewhere because he's been a hell of a good horse for the family, hasn't he?
2: Oh, that's right. He's been a—he's um, an absolute champion in our eyes. He's—he's done us proud. He's—you um, know—he's, as you said, he's been—he's travelled everywhere, and um, you know that horses like him, you get to meet some uh, very nice people on that journey, and which we have. And you know he—he he, he tries his heart out every week. He, we put him around and. I think they're just getting a little bit too fast for him, and he's getting a little bit too old. So, uh, you know, his health his health is um, 100%. Um, we just decided, um, we've been talking about it for probably his last two or three starts. And, you know, he's, um, you know, and his last start at Menangle and we just decided to pull the pin with him then. And um, and then mum's uh, latched hold of him, so, um, so she's. She so he'll be going around in the show ring and um, getting, getting spoiled uh, really bad in that in that aspect. So, which is good. He's he's not leaving the farm, and um, you know, hopefully, we're happy with that. He might be happy with it, but uh, he's going to be spoiled, pretty spoiled, I'd
1: imagine.
0: I think the problem might be keeping the weight off him. If Mum's got hold of him, he might be getting a little bit too spoiled. Um, can you see a winner for us, Anthony? Have you got one on the team for you and, and Chris that you think can win a race in the next two weeks for the Sky Sports Radio listeners? It might even be this Wednesday. We'll take him wherever we can get them, Anthony. Yeah,
2: Nick, I've got a um, a filly called uh, Arnie Bella. Um, she's been. She's probably had. Oh, what, actually, I reckon she might have had true or four back from a Um and um, she's been going really, really well. She just haven't had much luck. Like, you know, the worst she's come is fourth. this preparation, and uh, you know, on Wednesday night she's drawn one. Um, you know, it's still a you know it's tough to I think up to seventy five uh, race. But you know, she's got she's got the one on her hand, and I think um, you know she should she should run a really good race there. She hasn't let us down this this preparation. Uh, you know, she gets the. Um, Right start out of one. I think she'll, you know, if if you
0: front, she'll be very hard to beat. That's race five, number one at Bathurst on Wednesday night. Hey, Anthony, oh, well done with the 100 to 1 chance, even though it wouldn't have been enormously popular with the punches on <laughs> Friday night, mate. And, and well done to you and Chris and the family with our Uncle Sam, because he's just been a wonderful little trooper. And hey, he's a horse that went within a head of beating King of Swing in a Hunter Cup, and not many <laughs> get that close, Anthony. No, that's right. Like, you know,
2: he's been, he's been an absolute little jet champion and um, you know, he's, he's always been up there with um, big horses. And, um, you know, it's, it's an absolute thrill to, to drive in those races, let alone um, race against those um, really good horses. And, you know, as I said before, we've met some wonderful people on the, on the journey. And, uh, you know, wish everybody to get a nice little
0: horse like him. That's what it's all about, Anthony. Mate, congratulations. So, well done. Thanks for joining us on Sky Sports Radio on a Monday morning, mate.
2: No worries at all. Thank you very much.
0: Anthony Frisbee, they've had a really good horse in our Uncle Sam and um, he's been retired and they've uh, also won a 100-to-1 chance with Aphorism who won the Mayor's Cup uh, on Friday night. Um, The Mustang, who was actually from the Bernie Hewitt team, um, had an atrial fibrillation there. So for those who don't know what that means, it's just like a regular heartbeat, doesn't hurt the horse, horse recovers, it's all tickety-boo and off it goes. So it's one worth following often they can bounce straight back to form as long as the heart comes back to its rhythm um, pretty quickly after that race. So that was the explanation for his failure. Um, but aphorism, 100 to 1 chance, don't often see those at the trots. A young man who is absolutely flying in New South Wales harness racing is Jack Callaghan. He joins us. morning. Good morning to you, Jack.
3: Good morning, Mick. How are you?
0: Mate, I'm, I'm really happy, buddy. I'm going well. Now, you had a spin around Menango on Saturday night on uh, on Ultra Orlando, and we know how good he is. Um, you just had to burn a little bit too hard early. There was a bit more pressure there than maybe some people thought. He's heading to New Zealand in a couple of weeks. Um, I take it no major concerns there. It's probably just a race where you had to drive him a touch upside down?
3: Yeah, it probably was a fraction disappointing, Mick. He, um, he He's a horse that cops a lot of work, and just with the rain throughout the week, he might have got away on us a little bit. So there's no concern moving forward. I think he just probably wasn't at the top of his game on Sunday.
0: Okay, you still got your tickets booked for New Zealand for the race on April the 14th? Yeah, surely. Mate, beautiful. We look forward to seeing you there. Okay, let's head to Goulburn today. You're heading in there for uh, a busy afternoon in the sulky. Um, first of your drives Just trying to find it here I think it's in the Fourth on the card No it might be the Fifth on the card um, Miami surf For the boss Belinda McCarthy And what sort of Chance do you give That in race five Today mate Oh uh, there's
3: definitely A chance He's first up For a couple of months But he's um, got his Fair share of ability When he's right And um, he seems To have come back Pretty good So he won on this Track first up Last preparation As well so he gets around
0: that good and he should go pretty fast. Uh, my apologies, I knew you had one early on the card. Africana. I actually had my cup of coffee on top of that one on my notes. So there you go, Jack. Africana, the filly in the second on the card. So this is race 2 134 today. Jack Callahan driving for boss Belinda McCarthy. Um, thought she found herself, Africana, in the right sort of race, to be honest, Jack. Yeah, it does look like,
3: my me. She contested Ada uh, Bathurst first up and was probably a little bit out of class but this does look a nice dropping grade for us. so she'll get driven pretty positive and
0: she'll go guys. Now your drive uh, in the sixth on the card is, is Bella Bling and look she's bred to be very good obviously um, she's she's only had a few starts had the three starts by better's delight out a baby Bling who won the Miracle Mile so Look, is she a horse who's taken a little bit longer to come up, or maybe strengthen up than maybe the breeding would suggest?
3: Yeah, maybe a little bit. She's not an overly big filly. Um, she didn't do too bad a job as a 2 year uh, last year, so um, she's trained on good from that, and of it seems to strengthen up a bit as well. So she'll improve off the run, but I think she should be a top three chance anyway.
0: A newcomer to the stable from Victoria is, or horses raced in Victoria and has been here before for Jason Grimson, but it's now come back to Belinda, is Mamita in race 7. You're drawing one on the second line, but I thought that probably wasn't a disaster because it's over the
3: 22.40. Yeah, it's not worry of a draw. She, she won't have to do anything early and just depending on tempo is when she'll get put into the race, but um, she has but her fair share of abilities, which uh, is handy enough, Philly, and um, yeah,
0: expect a good run from her today. Last on the card, mate, there goes just after five o'clock. So, for those looking to load up the account before they tackle the, the Newcastle gallops, O'Harkin Dream um, gets the outside draw. But look, the best version of this horse at Manangle I thought, would be very hard to beat around Goulburn. Yeah, the best of her would
3: definitely take a lot of beating. She's also first up and got a wide draw to um, come over. So, um, you know, it might be a bit tricky just being first up from that bad draw for her, but she's in a race that she's definitely capable of
2: winning.
0: All right, Jack, what's your best chance of driving a winner today, the meeting kicking off with the first on the card just after one o'clock?
3: I might have to mention old Donkey, the one you've missed in race 4 he's in pretty good form at the moment he's won his last two and got an inside a back row draw which is perfect for him so I'm sure Julie the trainer wouldn't be real happy with him missing her favourite horse but I think he's in good form and going pretty good
0: yeah, well, sorry, Jack. That's what happens when the host has his coffee cup on top of two of the horses, you see. So I'm glad I've am help- got you here to help me out, Jack. But donkey race four, <laughs> number nine. That'll teach you to drink coffee when I'm hosting a radio show. Mate, you're in for a good afternoon there, mate. Thanks for uh, playing along, giving us a couple of winners. And, mate, we look forward to seeing you in New Zealand at some stage when Ultra Orlando heads across to fly the flag for the race.
3: Yeah, no worries, mate.
0: Thank you. Jack Callaghan, who uh, kept us up to speed there with a couple of the horses were... Huh. Silly enough to miss, coming out of Goulburn today. First on the card there goes at 109. So it gives you a chance to sort of have a couple of bets and get involved in a couple of those shorties. That's race two, number three, Africana, and race four, number nine, Don Key, before maybe you get involved in some of those big gallops which were delayed from Rose Hill on Saturday heading to Newcastle. Good luck to everybody heading there. On the Harness Racing Front, magical weekend for Ricky Elchin. He spoke to Fred yesterday on the show and of course for the Hewitt family who are a huge part of what goes on out there at Bathurst and they had three winners and two group ones on Friday night. So they are the stars of the Harness Racing Weekend here in New South Wales. We are back on Wednesday morning at 1030 with Brittany Graham to take you through the next on the pace. All the odds are available for you on TAB.com.au Bet responsibly. Good luck if you're having a punt.